a table of fables. From the constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions, it makes a story, a million stories. Hello and welcome to the Table of Fables podcast. I am James Funny Hat. Thank you so much for tuning into this show today. I have a very nice hat today. It's a blue lobster hat, which, as you probably know, look way better than the red lobster hats, or the purple lobster hats, or the plaid lobster hats. Blue lobster hats are the best. We have a story today, and the story is about school. And it's about a class of grade threes. So if you are in grade three, it'll be a very good story for you. If you're older than grade three, it'll also be a good story for you because you probably used to be in grade three. Or as they say in the United States, third grade. And if you're not in grade three or third grade yet, it's also a good story for you because one day you will be in grade three. We have a message today and it is from William. William, he doesn't say where he's from, but he says, Hi James, when you tried to climb in the mirror, was it a big mirror that goes to the floor? Maybe it wasn't big enough and you should try again with a big mirror. From William. Well, that's interesting, yes, because I remember that very well when Ella W. asked if I could climb into a mirror, and it didn't work, and I was really excited about going into that mirror, and my nose still hurts a little bit, but maybe that was the problem. So I'm going to find a big mirror, and then I'm going to try again. Okay, William. I'm now at a big mirror, and I'm going to try it. Now, I'm a little bit nervous because last time it just didn't work, but I think you could be right that probably it was a small mirror, and I just kind of got caught as I started to climb in. So, here I go. One, two, three. You know what? I'm just going to go slowly first. So, I'll just try to climb in because that'd be so cool if I could go inside this mirror. I'll just, um, 
it's um, it's not quite working. Maybe, actually, I think I might be going in a little bit. Is that just my imagination or is my finger starting to go in and my foot? You know what? I am going to take a run, William. Here I go. Ouch. Well, that didn't work, William. At least I didn't hit my nose, though. Uh, like last time I hit my nose. This time it was more my elbow and my knee. Well, thanks for your message, William. And if anyone has an idea about how to climb into a mirror, I think that would be really fun. But just let me remind you, rule number 18 of the Table of Fables podcast is no tricking James Funny Hat in your messages. Is that rule number 18? Uh, well, let me see. Rule number 17, no listening while riding a rhinoceros. Rule number seven, no listening in the fridge. Yeah, rule number 18. Okay, no tricking James Funny Hat. Okay, so do you guys think that William was trying to trick me? No, I don't think he wrote that just to see if I would run into the wall. I think he was trying to help me climb into the mirror. I think so. Well, anyways, I'm really hard to trick and... I don't think any kids could trick me anyways. So the story is coming up very soon. When you hear a sound of a ding, that will be the story bell. So put your hands up in the air. And when you can't hear the story bell anymore, put your hands down and then the story will begin. When you hear the bell, hands up. When you can't hear it, hands down. So let's get ready and nice and relaxed to hear the story. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. And a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Here comes the story bell. There was a boy called Nathan who was very smart and knew many things. He was in grade three but he already knew all of his timetables from 1 to 120. He knew every bone and muscle in the human body, in English and in Latin. He knew the name of every planet and their moons in the solar system. He knew the name of every capital city in every country. He knew the name of every prime minister of Canada that ever was and every Prime Minister of Great Britain that ever was, and every President of the United States that ever was. He knew every known river system, the names of all mountains. He knew the names of all known dinosaurs. He could say, hello, goodbye, and can I please have some ice cream in 85 different languages. He could even look at a bottle of shampoo and know what all those words on the back meant. He knew a lot, even though he was only in grade three. The teacher of Nathan's grade three class was Ms. Broccoli. Every morning, Ms. Broccoli drove into the school parking lot on her green motorcycle. 
as all the other teachers looked from the windows. Some of the older kids used to say that she drove it right inside of the school once. She parked her motorcycle, took off her helmet, and her hair popped out like poof. As she walked down the hall, all the teachers paused their lessons for a moment to watch her walk by and maybe catch a glimpse of her green leather jacket and her jangly earrings. She opened the door of her class of grade threes, walked into the class and said, she had a kind of a funny voice, Good morning, class. Good morning, Miss Broccoli said her class all together. How are you today, class? Good, Miss Broccoli. I have a question for you today, class. Yes, Miss Broccoli. What is the answer to two plus two? Nathan's hand went up right away, because of course, he knew the answer to 2 plus 2. The other kids, though, even though they were in grade 3, they didn't know the answer to 2 plus 2. And no one had their hand in the air. So as Nathan sat there with his hand up, Ms. Broccoli's eyes searched around the class. It was almost as though she did not see Nathan's hand. Finally, after a while, one of the kids, whose name was Olivia, her hand went up slowly. And for some reason, Ms. Broccoli asked Olivia and not Nathan. Ms. Broccoli said, Yes, Olivia, what is the answer to two plus two? Olivia said, Um, five, Miss Broccoli? Ms. Broccoli said, No. The answer to 2 plus 2 is not 5. Class, what is the answer? Now, Nathan's hand stretched higher in the air. He stretched it at the shoulder so Miss Broccoli would notice. But Miss Broccoli did not seem to notice. Her eyes just looked all around the class, but never at his hand. After a while, there was a boy whose name was Amir. His hand hardly went up at all. It only went up, not even to his ear. But Ms. Broccoli noticed Amir's hand and said, Yes, Amir, what is the answer to two plus two? Amir said, Uh, fourteen, Miss Broccoli? Ms. Broccoli said, No, the answer to two plus two is not fourteen. Class, what is the answer? And now, Nathan stretched his hand higher in the air. He stretched it so high he thought he could even hear the sound of it stretching. But Miss Broccoli, she still did not seem to notice. She looked around the room and finally noticed Natalia. Yes, Natalia, what is the answer to two plus two? Natalia said, 87, Miss Broccoli? No, 2 plus 2 is not 87. Class, what is the answer? All the kids were supposed to remain seated in Miss Broccoli's class, but Nathan 
wanted his hand to be noticed so badly he stood right up beside his desk and stretched his hand so high up he was sure Miss Broccoli would notice this time. But her eyes just searched around the class and finally she saw Roman's hand. Roman was hardly even raising his hand as high as his shoulder. Miss Broccoli said, Yes, Roman, what is the answer to two plus two? Roman said, Um, one thousand two hundred and twenty-six, Miss Broccoli? Miss Broccoli said, No, the answer to two plus two is not one thousand two hundred and twenty-six. Class, what is the answer? Now, Nathan started to jump up and down beside his chair. He was waving his arm back and forth, hoping that Miss Broccoli would notice, but she didn't notice. She only noticed Arav. Arav only had his hand up to his elbow. Yes, Arav, what is the answer to two plus two? Arav said, um, one billion three hundred and ninety-five million two hundred and twenty-eight thousand two hundred and seventy-four point nine five seven, Miss Broccoli? No, the answer to two plus two is not one billion three hundred and ninety-five million two hundred and twenty-eight thousand two hundred and seventy-four point four two one. Class, what is the answer? Nathan climbed up on his chair. He put both hands up in the air and started waving them around. He thought Miss Broccoli has to notice me now. He was jumping up and down on his chair, waving his arms. But Miss Broccoli didn't notice. She noticed Gabriella, who only had one finger in the air. Yes, Gabriella, what is the answer to two plus two? Gabriella said, um, I think it's W, Miss Broccoli. No, the answer to two plus two is not W. Class, what is the answer? Nathan climbed up from his chair to the top of his desk, jumped up and down with both of his hands up in the air and started going Oh, 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 oh. But Miss Broccoli still did not notice. She only noticed Owen. Yes, Owen, what is the answer to two plus two? Um, a coconut, Miss Broccoli? No, the answer to two plus two is not a coconut. Class, what is the answer? Nathan jumped up and down, waved his arms, stomped his feet, and started to say, oh, 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 oh. Miss Broccoli looked all around the class. She asked every other kid in his class, and finally she noticed Nathan's hand and said, Yes, Nathan, what is the answer to two plus two? Nathan said, Four, Miss Broccoli. Miss Broccoli walked over to Nathan and looked at him square in the eyes and said, Yes, that is the correct answer. But Nathan, the most important thing is not what you know, it's what you are able to learn. Nathan said, 
Yes, Miss Broccoli. So that's what happened that day in Miss Broccoli's class. Here's what happened the next day. Miss Broccoli pulled into the school parking lot in her big green motorcycle. She took off her green helmet and her hair popped out. She walked down the hall as all the teachers turned their heads to look and see her jangly earrings and green leather jacket. She opened the door to her class of grade threes and said, Good morning, class. Good morning, Miss Broccoli. How are you today, class? Good, Miss Broccoli. I have a question for you today. Yes, Miss Broccoli. How do you spell humble? How do you spell the word humble? Well, Nathan knew the names of all the chemicals in the periodic table. He knew the names of all known mammals, the names of all known amphibians and reptiles. He knew the title and artist's name and date of production of 5,000 paintings hanging in the Louvre. He knew so much. But for some reason, there was one thing that he always got mixed up, and that was how to spell humble. So his hands were right down by his side, not moving at all. And in this class of grade threes, remember how nobody knew what the answer to two plus two was? Well, Olivia knew, and her hand went up right away. And Amir, he also knew, and his hand went up right away also. It seemed like everybody knew how to spell humble in Ms. Broccoli's class of grade threes. Natalia was stretching up her hand to the ceiling. Roman was stretching his hand up even higher and saying, oh, oh, oh. Arav had two hands up in the air. Gabriella was jumping on top of her chair with her hands up in the air. Owen had two hands and a foot up in the air. Everybody in the whole class was trying to get Ms. Broccoli's attention. But Nathan, he didn't know the answer, and his hands were by his side. But then he had a problem. His nose began to itch. He wanted to scratch his nose, but he thought that if he did move his finger to scratch his nose, Ms. Broccoli might notice and might ask him to answer the question of how you spell humble. So he sat there with his hands stiffly by his side as the whole class was jumping up and down on their chairs with their hands in the air. His nose started to twitch because it started to itch more and he started to twitch his nose more. Finally, he couldn't stand it anymore. He put his finger right up to his nose to quickly scratch it. But just at that moment, Miss Broccoli was watching, and she said, Yes, Nathan, I see you put your hand in the air. How do you spell the word humble? Nathan closed his eyes and said, Um, H? U N D 
V I I Q Z seventeen S E, Miss Broccoli? No, you do not spell humble. H U N D V I I Q Z seventeen S E. Class, how do you spell humble? And all the boys and girls in the whole class all together said H U M B L E. Miss Broccoli walked over to Nathan and looked at him in the eyes and said, And now, Nathan, you've learned something. And that's what happened that day in Miss Broccoli's class. You've made it to the end of the story, and you've made it to the end of this episode of the Table of Fables. Thank you for listening. Now, this podcast needs your help. It needs your help to get it on the air every week. So if you would like to support the show, you can ask your parents to look at my website, which is jamesbunnyhead.com. You can also tell your friends if you love the show, and that is a great help, too. So... Thank you so much for listening. I am James Funnyhat. This is the Table of Fables, and we'll see you next week.